0: the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Higeman, episode 20. Hi, welcome back. How are you? How was your weeks? Sorry, it's been two weeks since our last episode. Last week was a crazy week um, professionally, and I'm actually going to talk to you about that today because I think it might be helpful. Um, and yeah, so it was it was a lot. Um, we, I have been getting some big orders from my clients, online orders. Um, as of now, I, I don't really have any virtual clients. I've been not really encouraging many people to do it. Um, cause I, I just, I don't love the virtual clients in acne. Um, I, I wish I would love it more than I do, but it is not quite the same for so many reasons distractions, but it's not, it's harder to really get to know someone's skin in my opinion, but I do have quite a few clients, um, that I saw when I was in San Diego, um, and BLH Beauty that buy products for me still, maybe 50, 60 people still buy products for me. So it's great. And I've been getting some really big orders, like 10, 12 products. And I didn't have the, the envelopes that I was using weren't, big enough, and so I was doing, I up doing two shipments, and so I got these really big envelopes, and I was super excited, um, and I um, did not realize that maybe it was not the best envelopes to ship products in, and that it maybe would be more enticing for theft, <laughs> and I have like 50 of them, so that's what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about um, how I got some products stolen, um, the shipment process. I'm gonna tell you what happened, all the things, <laughs> what I ended up doing, what's the learnings from it. And most importantly from all of this, like there's a whole bunch of stuff I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna talk to you about how I emotionally took care of myself and showed up for my clients, which I think is the most important part of this whole story. But quick word from our sponsor before we get into that. So as I said, I, um, shipped a few big orders now it's been about two weeks and, um, these orders were so big that I, it like they cleaned me out of inventory, which is hard to do. I usually have a pretty high inventory. I usually have about uh, 1500 to $2,000 for the products on my shelves at all times. And I literally was like out of things. Um, and within the same day I got two emails from two clients saying, um, there was theft. So one of them, the package was delivered completely empty. So the envelope was delivered, but it had been cut open and there was nothing inside the other person. Um, it was delivered, but a porch pirate stole it. <laughs> Um, and I usually pay extra on the big orders to insure. Cause USPS, if you ship priority, will insure up to hundred dollars. And so one of them I did and one of them I didn't. Now the one that I insured, that insurance does not cover s- stealing after it's been delivered. And that was the one that I insured and the one that I didn't insure. I don't know why I must've been rushing, um, it would have paid, insurance would have covered it. But since I didn't insure, I only got a million to get a hundred dollars back. So basically it's $600 worth of product. I mean, a hundred dollars back. If you ship products to claims, you know that this is not an uncommon thing. Um, this is not the first time this has happened. These are definitely the biggest thefts I've had. It definitely, especially it was the same day that I got notified of these thefts. Um, So I'm going to first talk to you about kind of like how I responded, how it all went through the communications with my clients. Um, And then I was going to tell you at the end of the episode kind of what I'm doing differently moving forward to hopefully reduce this from happening. So I got these emails and I, as like me to you, I'm going to tell you exactly how I was feeling. I was so frustrated. I kind of, my initial thought was like, I cannot believe this is happening. This is not my problem. (laughs) And of course it's my problem, but I want to, I just want to like normalize, like being, it's okay to be frustrated and it's okay to like have maybe thoughts that are not the best customer service thoughts. Right. Like this is like, I I remember thinking like, this is not like, I don't want to deal with this. Why are they contacting me? They should just be call, t- c- contacting USPS because it's like their delivery problem. Why didn't they – because I, I had the option they could pay for extra insurance themselves, which does cover all of these things. And, like, why didn't they pay for their insurance, extra insurance? Why did they – why were they so careless? <laughs> um, what else was I thinking? Um I'm not Amazon. What do you want me to do about this? (laughs) I'm a multi-billion dollar company. I can't just send you more product. (laughs) I had all sorts of like very frustrated thoughts. And the reason I'm telling you that this is because this is part of being a business owner, right? Like things do not go as planned. Things go, things happen that are just incredibly frustrating. Um, that, you know, in this case it's, it's a financial frustration, right? Like I'm losing money and um, it's important to like really let yourself feel those things and also not respond to the client in that way, right? Like not writing back to them like, well, sorry, um, you didn't select for extra insurance and so I can't help you because I don't, I really don't feel good about that. Um, cause I didn't have like a, an agreement that they had to sign or acknowledge before that they had to do insurance or then I'd, they, they wouldn't get it replaced. So like, I didn't have that in place, um, so I didn't feel like that was a good ethical thing. So even if that's what I would really want, I, I didn't think that was fair. Um, so I just kind of saddened the feelings. And I, I think one of the key parts of this story for you is I didn't instantly respond. Because it wasn't time sensitive in, in the matter of like, like the products are gone, the products are gone. <laughs> Um, I'm going to send them more products, but I, I didn't have them on, sh- on the shelf. Honestly, I needed to wait till the shipments came in and I just needed a minute to process my feelings so I could really show up in the way that I wanted to show up to my clients. Cause these are great clients. Even if they weren't great clients, they spent almost $300 each of them. So I want to value that. And, um, they didn't do anything wrong. They just ordered their products and didn't show up, right? Like they didn't do anything wrong. In the same situation which is inevitable being a business owner um, I recommend is just taking a step back especially if it there isn't like you need to respond in a very quickly timely manner especially if it's over a text message or email or whatever um, and even if you're talking to them in person or over the phone you can say Let me figure this out and I'll get right back to you if you don't have the solution and or you're feeling completely overwhelmed and in a way that isn't good for you or your client and you're not going to show up in the way that you want to show up. Taking that break, taking that time to feel your feelings, process it, and then moving forward can really be important so you're not in a reactionary mode. Um, and of course, you know, consider their side. Like I just said, you know, they just ordered their products and that it, it wasn't delivered to them either. Right. So that's very frustrating for them. And then I, I mainly communicate with my clients via email. That's my preferred way of communicating. But if you do text or, or whatever, especially if it's written, I always write the response and then I reread it and I reread it and I reread it. And I really make sure that I am very clear in my communication and I don't um I don't write in a way that's super vague. And that sounds kind of vague, me explaining it, but I'm very clear like what I'm going to do, what you know, what the next steps are, as opposed to just kind of like skirting around the issue. Because so I think sometimes people can get really frustrated if they feel like You're not directing. You're not addressing the direct issue that they're upset about, which is their. In this case, the package was stolen. I always like to use the the framework that I talked about in episode eleven, which is like thank them for telling them, you know, acknowledge what's going on, normalize it, and then have questions. And you can use in this scenario. It's like I first kind of acknowledge, like, oh my gosh, this is awful. I'm so sorry. Thank you for letting me know. Right. Um. You know, this, I understand how frustrating this is, you know, getting an empty package or package stolen is, is like, it sucks, it's awful, you know, whatever words you want to use. This has been happening a lot lately, which it has, or this, this is a common problem with shipping lately, which it is, um, normalizing it, and then having curiosity and questions like, can you send me pictures if they haven't already? Do you have any, like, anything that you can help me with this? And I always talk about like what I'm going to do for them to try to make it right. So in this case, I needed more product that was supposed to be in in a few days. And I also decided not, I don't think when I first responded to them, but I decided within that day, um, I wanted to get boxes and put the products in boxes because in my brain boxes are less likely to be stolen. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably not true at all. So I told them that I said, Hey, more products coming in. And I will let you know as soon as it, as soon as it ships out. So, um, and then I also got the product in and I was waiting for the boxes. And so I, I just kind of kept them in the loop. And so the clients now, I will tell you, these clients are really amazing, very loyal, very amazing, perfect, ideal clients. And so they were very understanding and patient, um, but I also really tried to take as much of it from them and communicate with them as much as possible because they told me over a week ago that their products were stolen and I just shipped them on Wednesday of this week. So it took me about a week to, sh- to ship other products to them, um, which is very inconvenient for them. If they had ordered something from Amazon, it would have been shipped the next day or that day. And I recognize that and I'm not going to, I can't do Amazon stuff, right? I don't have the inventory. I don't have the, the budget, but I can tell them like I'm waiting on the packages. And as soon as they ship, I'm going to, you know, insure them. And I did signature confirmations on them so that for sure, for sure, they'll get them. Um, and all of that. So I feel like that is really how I I took care of the customer, how I made sure that the communication was authentic and real and clear, um without getting defensive or reactive or frustrated in any way. Okay, so there's three parts to this problem or the situation. The first part we talked about the beginning of the episode, which is me taking care of myself, processing my feelings, feeling all the thoughts And, um, frustrations I had making me feel good again, making me in a place that I can have compassion and understand, um, my client and respond in a way that I feel good about that's representative of my brand and of me as a person. So that's the first part. The second part is taking care of the client, you know, all the, all the things. Um, and the third part is also very important and that's really protecting my business as much as I can moving forward, what can I do to change the way I do my business so this happens less? I mean, I I would love to say oh, no one will ever steal packages again, but that is highly unlikely. So, I'll as you, I'm going to talk you through what I've chosen to do. Hopefully, because if you also ship products, maybe it'll be helpful for you. If not, then that's basically <laughs> the episode. <laughs> Um, So I decided to, I'd already installed the Route app on my store. You can, if you have Shopify, there's different apps you can um, install on your store. And it was an optional, so they could either choose to have their insurance through Route or not. So um, that's still there. And unfortunately, these two people whose packages got stolen did not choose the Route insurance. (laughs) Um, so what I've temporarily done is created a terms and conditions box that basically they have to check before they can check out saying they either have to insurance through route or they understand they only get $100 dollars back um, if it's lost or stolen and that if it's stolen from a porch, it's not con- there's no insurance. So I have that right now. I think I'm gonna have it be that no matter what, they have to get route insurance. I tried to figure out a way to make it, I, I just buy route insurance for every package, and then maybe I charge a shipping and handling fee to kind of make it easier on everyone, but at least I cannot figure out how to do that. If you know how, please let me know. Um. Yeah, so that is what I have decided moving forward. I did an Instagram IGTV video, and I think I'm gonna email my clients and let them know as well. And here's a couple things that I wanted to talk about when when you make decisions as a business owner, like I did, that may not be popular with everyone. Some people may hear this and be like, this is ridiculous. I'm done. I'm not buying from her anymore. I'm going to go to another esthetician. I'm going to go directly to face reality, whatever. And... I could have a lot of drama in my mind about that, like, oh no, I'm going to be losing sales and, um, you know, this and that. And like, I don't want people to be mad at me and people go somewhere else. And I don't want people to be mad at me and I don't want them to go somewhere else. But at the end of the day, I really have to look long-term what's best for me, what's best for my business. And because packages are stolen frequently, I have to, we have to have insurance or I can't financially like sustain this kind of loss. Consistently, there will be no business, Um, and people are totally allowed to not be okay with that and not come back. And again, I'm not saying that like a go find someone else, but like I get it. It's not. It's just not what you want to do anymore. It's fine. And if you change your mind, I'm still here, right? Um, And really giving people that flexibility and that freedom to really make the best decision for them, just like I'm making the best decision for me. And people who are fine with that and are happy to pay insurance, it works great, and they're happy, and I'm happy. And people who don't want to pay insurance, who don't want to do that, that's fine too. That's fine too. And I'm there's people people I can refer them to, and they can they can do something else that's better for them. And um, I really don't take it personally, and I'm not making it personal against them either. I think that's a really big part of this when you make decisions like this for your business. I'm not making this a personal thing, me versus my clients. I'm looking at it like, what do I need to do to protect the financial aspect of my business so that I can still have a business? Really, if it's not protecting the financial aspect of my business, it's protecting the um, like my mind in the business, right? Because like I have to be able to do this business still, and if I'm like so burnt out, then it won't last either, right? So I have to protect my energy, my mind, and the finances of my business, um, if that makes sense. And I would love to know your your feedback on this. So please like, send me a DM, an email. I would absolutely love your feedback. That is it. That is today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, I would love to know your thoughts like I just said. Um, come back for next week same time, same place. And I will talk to you that have a fantastic week.